0: Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 38. Thank you very much for joining me. I hope that you're all okay. Please bear with me today if the audio is a bit, I feel like it's going to be a bit tinny because I've put my podcasting stuff in my spare room and it's not quite finished yet and it's a bit echoey. So bear with me, I might have to move somewhere else I think in the house that's not got hard floors. Anyway, how are you? I hope that you're all right. We are on the six weeks holidays here, so I am taking full advantage of that fact and having Prosecco in the afternoons, Prosecco in the evening, Prosecco in the morning sometimes, just a little bit, and plenty of little afternoon naps and just living my best life really. So happy six week hauls to any of my teacher friends who are listening. In fact, I was lucky enough to spend the day with two of my teacher friends yesterday because yesterday was a bit of a weird day for me because it was one year since I was supposed to get married yesterday. (laughs) So it was quite a strange day, but we had a really, really nice time. We spent the afternoon just having a laugh and having a drink and then went out for the meal and it was really, really nice. But it made me think about like, what a difference a year can make, because this time last year, I was in a very, very different place to where I am now. I was in the absolute eye of the (laughs) shitstorm that went on for several weeks, months, and spending the day yesterday with two of my closest friends in the world, and just having a really nice time, and being in my new house, just made me feel really, really grateful for the people that I had around me during that really horrible time and for how different my life now is. So, yeah, it was a weird one. I'm sure that most of you know roughly what happened, but as it is relevant to what I'm talking about in today's podcast, I will give you a quick rundown of (laughs) what actually happened. So, after five five and a bit years we were getting married and there was this huge build-up to the wedding because of Covid. The first wedding got cancelled. We were supposed to get married in the April last year and that got cancelled because of all the restrictions and everything and then I was really disorganised so it was a bit of a rush planning it all. It got bigger and bigger and ended up being this absolutely massive wedding with like I don't even know how many 200, 300 people come in and it was kind of just this like whirlwind of things to arrange and I was just really wrapped up in it and I did not enjoy that process of planning it at all because it was just not my cup of tea, I hate planning things like that so yeah I found it quite stressful and I think while we were in the middle of that like I just didn't even stop to think is that what I wanted is that what he wanted and we just kind of got like swept up in it all and it kept going on and on it got bigger and bigger and and then we got to the bit where it was just before the wedding it was really exciting and obviously I had no idea what was about to happen so I was still pretty happy like I was looking forward to getting married And, to be honest, I was looking forward to, like, not having to plan all the shit and, like, for us to actually just be married and and enjoy that. Um, And to go on the honeymoon and everything like that, which we hadn't actually booked, but we had planned. And then, on the morning of the wedding... Well, actually, I should have known. I should have known before the wedding because (laughs) there were a few things that the universe was trying to throw my way to say, ''You shouldn't be doing this. This is not right.'' Like, for example, the best man didn't have any pants because we couldn't find any pants that would fit in. Um, the suits didn't turn up for ages. The night before, me and my dad ended up having an argument over a garlic bread because he was convinced that I'd stink of garlic and I was convinced that I was starving and I wanted something to eat. My dress barely fit me. I was wrapped in cling film the night before. <laughs> we stayed up really late, got pissed. I had a bit of a hangover in the morning. It was just... It was not what I imagined the lead-up to a wedding would be, but nonetheless, obviously, I was still very excited. I had six bridesmaids. There were six ushers. It was like a big, big, big do. So then, on the morning of the wedding, the groom texted me to say that he needed to speak to me. So I rang him, and at that point is when he told me that he couldn't do it. And I don't really remember... An awful lot after that I remember just this like blur and I, I, I remember feeling like I was in a film or something I only know like what happened really that day from what everybody else told me because I think I've just like blocked it off and weirdly the only thing that I really wanted to do was meditate which goes to show just how good meditation is because I really really felt like I, I wanted to go and meditate and I remember one of my best mates saying I don't think you should do that because everybody's going to think you fucking lost the plot. And everybody was very upset, understandably, and screaming and crying. And it was very, very stressful. And I was quite like, Ooh, why is everybody so upset? It, w- it was just very surreal. And everything was arriving, like the flowers arrived. And, and it was just like a, a weird scene off a film because obviously that is not something that happens very often, it's kind of unheard of, I was like, who do I call for advice here, because I can only think of Carrie Bradshaw, (laughs) Um, I didn't know anybody that that had ever happened to, so it was a bit weird, but yeah, so I kind of felt the day after, almost like he died I don't know it's really (laughs) it sounds weird but I felt like he died because we were going to the top of this like massive roller coaster of everything happening it was like it was supposed to be the biggest day of our life and it was supposed to be really happy and it was just going up and up and up it was getting closer and closer and there was no sign I had no idea and and then it was just gone like everything was just gone and it was just so weird and it wasn't just the wedding. It was everything. It was like all our plans for the future. Like obviously we talked about maybe like having a baby at some point and we were going on this big trip and we were going to go to America. And it was just like the house, everything just collapsed. Like absolutely everything that I knew and had known for years was just gone. So I did feel like it was almost like grief. In a way. Uh, I was very grateful that he hadn't died, obviously. But um I think there were a few people who wanted to kill him that day. But it did feel like that. It was like everything had just been absolutely snatched away. And I just didn't know where to start, so I just spent several days just basically sat there silently, <laughs> just thinking, oh shit, like, oh shit, what the hell do I do now? Um and it was a really difficult time obviously but i feel like i took it fairly well under the circumstances because in the years before the couple of years before that's when my dad had been ill although he wasn't ill because he's got a really strong mindset and he always um he decided that he wasn't being ill but technically according to the doctors he was quite unwell um So that was even worse for me. That that was really scary. So the fact that nobody had died really helped me to think, like kind of put it in perspective because realistically it was, it was a breakup, you know, breakups happen all the time, don't they? But the way that it happened left like a massive mess and a lot of like collateral damage, not just to me, but to all of the people that love me and A lot of people found that, like who were close to me, found it really hard and still find it really hard, probably more so than I do. Um, And I suppose if you imagine something like that happening to somebody else, you you imagine how they would feel. And in reality, I I didn't really feel like that. I was kind of just a bit numb. But if it had happened to somebody I love, like one of my best friends or my family members, then... I probably wouldn't have taken it so well, so I can understand why everybody was kind of quite damaged by it. So, yeah, that's what actually happened on the wedding day a year ago. And since then, everything in my life is very different to what it was then. And it's made me really kind of wake up a bit and realise that a lot of the stuff that I thought would make me happy and the things that I thought I wanted... And not really what I would choose now, the the completely different, like if I was getting married again, my wedding was the perfect wedding, like if typical like big white wedding at the the venue that I'd absolutely dreamed of getting married at and everything was going to be perfect, but now that isn't what I would want at all, I would do it completely differently, it's so weird, like it it's just changed all my perspective on everything. And I was very much stuck in the, like, the treadmill that everybody gets in. And you're in this relationship and obviously it gets a bit boring because you just, it, that's the way it is. And it had just been, like, two years of bloody lockdown and stuck in the house all the time. And you're just on this, like, treadmill of, like, all oh, right, well, you you get married and then you get engaged and you get married and, and then you have a kid and then you get... A bigger house and then you do this and you get a better job and because all of that was just suddenly taken away like it was literally ripped out from my feet it made me think about whether that is actually what I wanted and I think the most beneficial thing that has come out of all of this situation is me being on my own because prior to this I was a person who was really like wanted to be with people all the time, and I never really thought about why. And I still, I still don't really know why I wanted to be with people all the time. But I was. I would always be at, like my mum's having a brew, or I would be, here or be with somebody, or I'd be going out somewhere. And I just did not like being on my own. Like I, I really missed other people if I was on my own. And now I, I'm like I can't explain to you how much I enjoy my own company. Like I actually need my own company now and that has really that situation has really given me the opportunity to find out more about myself and what I really want and who I really am and I'm really grateful for that experience because I, if, I hadn't, if that hadn't have happened I would have just continued on that like path where you just go along with things like blindly and, and think that's what you want and it, it really isn't like it's, it's just not what I want so yeah I think there's real benefit in um, spending time on your own even if you are forced into that situation like I was and the first few days of being on my own I was literally like terrified. I was thinking, "Oh my god, like, what if somebody comes in the house and what am I gonna do?" I just did not know what to do. It did help that my ex was like extremely, um, what's the word, domesticated. <laughs> so I was like, "Shit, I need to turn this washing machine on." Like, it was <laughs> just things like that. I was absolutely opposite stuff like that. And yeah, it's. I feel like that experience has made me grow massively. And people always are shocked when, because people still talk about the wedding a lot to me, um, because they still can't quite believe what happened, and they'll like ask me questions about it, and and say like, you know, ask if I'm all right and stuff, and it's surprising to them that I wouldn't change it, because I wouldn't, I would have it exactly the same again, um, because it was such a big, massive, life-changing event, it it just redirected me in a completely different direction and I think that's really what I needed at that time so even though I didn't enjoy the experience at all by any stretch of the imagination it was absolutely fucking horrendous at some points I am so grateful for that redirection because I feel like that has put me on the path that I needed to be on. For example, things like starting my podcast, I would have never started this podcast if that hadn't have happened. I would have just gone along in the the job that I was doing and probably gone for like a promotion doing that and not really been very happy and I just would have had a kid probably and not really wanted a kid that much at that point and just lived quite a small life and yeah it's just changed all of that so I'm grateful for the experience and I'm very lucky that I had I already had that mindset that everything happens for a reason and that the universe has always got you back and it's always working for your higher good so that really carried me through some shit times Having said that, that doesn't mean that I haven't really struggled at some points, because obviously in a normal breakup, you have that period of time where, you know, you start getting a bit pissed off with each other, and like, if they are chewing crisps too loudly, you're like, oh, fuck off, you know, like, you start already kind of breaking up with that person before it actually happens, and for me, Obviously, it was like in reverse. It was like from the highest point of the relationship, where we're getting married, to gone, and that was quite difficult. The other way around, because aside from the fact of all the logistics and all of the future plans and all of the, um, you know, like the house and and things like that, I found it very hard to lose the person, you know, because we were such so close in lots of ways and we've maintained a friendship for the year Um, but that's been very difficult at times so you know it wasn't like I just got over it at all but everything is a lesson, everyone that you meet is a lesson, every circumstance is a lesson and if you can keep focused on that and look for what you're trying to be taught and pick out anything that's good and focus on that then You're going to get through difficult situations much easier than you would. And everyone has those moments. Hopefully you don't get (laughs) justice. I wouldn't recommend it. But obviously everybody has those moments in life which are like... Like kind of like before and after events. So there was life before that event and then life after. And there's a very definite line where your life completely changed for whatever reason that might be. It might be that you've lost somebody or like a relationship or somebody's died or some other, like an accident or some massive event that's changed your life has happened. And we have a choice as much as it's so difficult to deal with really horrible situations like that. We do have a choice to take what we can from them and move forward and keep going Or to stay stuck in that moment for the rest of your life. And just allow it to ruin the rest of your life. And I I will never choose to stay stuck in a moment like that. I will always choose to keep moving forward and take what I can from it. No matter what the situation is. And the lesson from my big life-changing event, one of many, (laughs) is definitely being able to enjoy being on my own and like really enjoy it because that's something that I never thought I would be able to do was enjoy being on my own and because I was forced into that situation I had to get comfortable with it even though it was very very uncomfortable at first and I just think there's massive massive value uh, in spending time on your own like not just like for half an hour, but for extended periods of time, like having time to live on your own. Because for me, I had never lived on my own. I'd gone from home, then I lived at uni, then I met my ex and lived with him, more or less straight away. And that was that. I never had any time where I lived alone. And I absolutely love it. (laughs) Like I can't express to you. I keep thinking like, shit, what if I meet somebody? Because... I I they can't live here. <laughs> you can't live with me, sorry. But um and again like not just jumping into another relationship is really important, I think, because you you need time to process like what's happened and the loss that you've just had and it's very, very tempting to just fill that void with something else or someone else and just jump into something else, but Something like that takes time to heal from. Any big event like that takes time to heal from. And you've got to really work on yourself. That's what the purpose of that event is, to make yourself work on yourself. And it's a shame to just plug the gap with something else that's not really right, but is just, you know, filling the void that you don't want to deal with. And everything over the last year has really made me wake up and actually think about what does make me happy and it's not what i thought it was not at all and i've realized that now for example when we first lived together we lived in a flat a two bedroom flat which is what i've just moved into not the same one obviously that'd be fucking weird but uh, <laughs> not far away and I've got this flat now and in my head before that happened I felt like I wouldn't be happy until I had a bigger house and there's nothing wrong with having a bigger house at all I'll definitely have a big house eventually but I thought that that would bring me happiness like having another extension and having like a bigger area and having an extra room and all this and when I think back on that whole relationship there is no point at which I was happier than when I just lived in that small flat because it was nothing to do with where I lived I remember really being sad when we left there and moved to a different house a bigger house and having to move into a smaller house again has made me think like I've made it exactly how I want it it's so nice like I absolutely love it but it's not big like well it's quite big to be fair for a flat but you know it's not like absolutely huge it's certainly nowhere near as big as my other house and I'm just as happy if not happier here in it um my job people would say like I've took a step back because I went from being a teacher to being a teaching assistant and I took a big pay cut to do that and in lots of people's eyes that's like going backwards and for me that has just propelled me forwards in every area of my life because I feel like I've got my life back and I would not trade that for anything and it just makes you think about whether the things that you are going after are really going to make you happy or if they are just because they're going to impress other people, almost. Like, I never felt felt like I was doing anything to impress other people, but that is just the way our society works. Like, we're always trying to keep up with the Joneses. We're always trying to have the next thing. And we don't take enough time to actually just realise what we've got and be grateful for what we've got and be happy with less material stuff and the balance between the material things that I have and the experiences when I was in that relationship I had lots more material things but far less experiences and now the balance has totally shifted and I have lots more experiences and lot less material stuff and I've realised that it's those experiences that make me happy not just having more shit in my house you know not having bigger gardens and fancier cars and things like that they just don't bring me the happiness that having experiences and going outside and like things like getting in the lake and swimming and like falling off my paddleboard (laughs) things like that do and we just get stuck in this treadmill of what's next and what's expected like for example, if somebody has a baby, everybody comes around and says, oh, it's cute and all that. And and the mum and the dad might be really happy and thrilled with it. Within weeks, somebody will be saying, are you going to have another? Like, <laughs> why? Because it's these social norms, like these expectations that people have. And they have us just constantly chasing the next thing and never being happy in that moment. And that is a really shitty way to live when I think about it now but we can get stuck in comparing our life and the timeline of our life to everybody else around us so it might be that all your friends are engaged or all your friends are getting married or all your friends have got kids or um, your friends have got how, bought a house and you've not or they've got a, a better paying job and you've not and There is no such thing as the right order to do things in. You don't have to do any of those things at all if you don't want to. That's up to you. But there's no order to it. Like, you can do things in whatever order you want. There's no age restriction in when you have your first house or when you have a baby. Well, I suppose there's an age restriction on that one because you don't want to be, like, pushing a prom in your 80s. But um, other than that, like... You can choose what what you do. You don't have to compare yourself to everybody else. And what they're doing. And just because their circumstance is different. Doesn't necessarily make them happier. For me. I've discovered that one of the biggest gifts. That this situation has given me. Is absolute freedom. Over how I spend my time. And who I spend it with. And also it's given me so many people. In my life that I would have never met. If it wasn't for that circumstance happening. It's connected me with different people that now I can't imagine not being in my life so there's lots of good that can come from an absolutely shit situation if you look for it but you do have to look for those things and not try not to just stay stuck in that moment of that thing that happened to you and when I think back over this last year everything that I've gained instead of everything that I've lost it's massive, like, I've gained so much, I've gained massive changes in my perspective of what I want and what makes me happy, I've bought my own house, which I I could never even have imagined doing, even things like being able to realise that I'm more than capable of doing things on my own, like paying bills, not financially, I don't mean that, like, obviously I do pay them, but actually paying bills like I would always give that to somebody else to do because I thought I'm not capable of paying a gas bill I don't know what I was doing like it's given me confidence in myself and just so much good has come from a really shit situation the biggest thing that's come from it is the opportunities in relation to things to do with this podcast like this podcast did not exist a year ago and probably wouldn't have existed now, even though it's something that I wanted to do for ages. And now I do the like email coaching and workshops, and I've got like other things going on outside of the podcast that's like slightly separate but on the same lines as that. And I just think all these opportunities have come from the worst times of my life and that is where the most growth comes is in the shittiest time of your life so yeah i'm rambling a little bit now and i don't know exactly what this podcast is about what the hell am i going to call this one never mind but basically what i'm trying to say is if you are in the eye of the storm now with something that's gone completely tits up and you cannot see how you are ever going to recover trust me when I say that you will like you will and those really shit times are the dirt that you grow from like the most if you are in the dirt the only places to go is up you're gonna grow and they're given to us those horrible circumstances to make us wake up and grow and evolve and that is what you will do if you can get that mindset that everything will look out in your favour so yeah I'm going to leave it there because I'm off to yoga now, so thank you for listening to me rambling for half an hour, I'll have to try and come up with the title for this podcast now because I can't even remember what I've been talking about, something about the wedding and please leave me a review if you enjoy this podcast, like it, share it go on my website and have a look on there and have an amazing week and I will speak to you next week bye